Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Say howdy, howdy, hello. Howdy, howdy do. Howdy do. We are both hungover. <laughs> Just a little hungover, <laughs> you know. We had Friendsgiving and uh, it was really fun. We went hard. I tried to put Josh on a roof. He wanted we to. Did. Go- oh, I just forgot. I just remembered that. <laughs> Robert was like, Robert absolutely not. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. Why did I want to get on the roof? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Uh, all I know is that I was just like, okay, yes. I'll cheer you, you up. And you were like, we can do this. Yeah. We can make this happen. <laughs> oh, man. But I kind of wish I would have got on it now. Yeah, well, uh, I'm glad you didn't like fall and break yeah, yourself. My balance was probably not the best yeah. at the moment. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, I don't we think any of ours were. We were just shots in. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Sonic makes a hard seltzer now. Uh, yeah, that's what they brought, right? Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, yeah. so weird. Um, I, I, I never tried it, but I heard it getting passed around. Yeah, I, I, I just literally kept hearing them be like, "Do you want a Sonic seltzer?" It kind of tastes like this Pedialyte I have right here. Mm. It kind of tastes like that. Mm. Okay, like just watered down. I mean, yeah, it was water, like water. It was like yeah. orange pineapple. It was oh, weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how most seltzers are too. I'm not a big seltzer fan. Yeah, me neither. Um, I like beer. Excelsior. Anyways, egg chills and mayo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whenever uh-huh. I was a kid, I, we oh. couldn't say in in Excelsior or however the fuck it is. Yeah. And so they would say say in eggshells and mayo, because when you're singing. Mayo. It kind of sounds like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Well. That's a good little tip for people out there. (laughs) This is Boo Bays. Hi. We are the Boo Bays. Welcome to our podcast Uh where we talk about the spooky. And the horror and the. The thriller. The mystery. The love. All of it. Today's a love story. Also, I'm Caitlin. Oh, and I'm Joshua. (laughs) I don't think we said that. (laughs) Mm. As of right now, we were just hungover. That was our names. Now that I've said my name out loud, I am present. I am no longer hung- no, still hungover. Um, so we're talking about <laughs> that would be amazing. Drum roll, Crimson, Crimson Peak. Peak, a favorite of a favorite of one of mine. Yeah. Is it a favorite of yours? I it wasn't like a favorite, but I knew that I enjoyed it. And then rewatching it now, it it's it's pretty good. Yeah, like it, this it, ain't it, half bad. It's not. It's not half it's bad. Not. There's there's. Some good, some good shit in there. Yeah, um, it really is. Oh, it, but mm-hmm. before we wanted to read Courtney's comment about the ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, go for it. Once we posted our store or er, our post for the ritual on mm-hmm. Instagram, we had a friend of the podcast, Courtney, comment that she really enjoyed this movie, and whenever she watched it, 
she watched it when it first came on to Netflix, mm-hmm. and she said that it really creeped her out. So it's just another nice little tidbit, and we appreciate y'all interacting with our posts and everything like that. It really means really means a lot to us. So. It does. And we love hearing y'all's feedback and hearing how y'all feel about each of these movies that we talk about mm-hmm. each week. Because then when y'all let us know, it's like you're in on the conversation. So And it's always fun to have be in on the conversation. Uh-huh. And we get to like make a whole narrative and talk about all these scary movies that we love so much. So, yeah. With y'all. Because, I mean, thankful. y'all get to listen and like commentate, but we never get to hear what y'all what y'all think. So it's cool when y'all get to respond to us. We We really like it. Yeah, and so... If you're not following us on Instagram, make sure you do that. So yeah, that you literally only have to follow us in one place. It's not like we're on a bunch of platforms. And then you can see all our posts and see, keep updated when we release new content or maybe have other events that we have planning coming mm-hmm. up. And uh, also you get to see you cute posts by uh, our Caitlin. Um, yeah. Finally, after like three months, I posted those photos from the <laughs> Madame, Madame Tussauds. It's beautiful. When I those said are cool. I was going to post them on like the first or second episode <laughs> i finally posted them yesterday it's fine it was so fun though i love it it's awesome but it's the way that it's our most liked post so far it's, it's you caitlin it's that the lighting that they had for those <coughs> balloons was so fucking cool they really did a bang up job oh but yes so we are doing crimson peak today Woohoo! directed by guillermo del toro del toro Man, what has Del Toro not done? I mean, there's some good stuff there. He really has done some. We've got, like, Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, An absolute favorite of mine. Hellboy. I love Hellboy. Hellboy's good, too. Um, And a a lot of other movies. There's There's just so many. so much. Yeah. And such a wide variety as well, like Mm -hmm. The Hobbit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's really got a great. He's got a good versatility to Mm -hmm. him. Uh, but he does like to stay in the realm of like not horror but kind like of, yeah. this like uh unsettling creepy so and with the ritual for mm-hmm. motor he and the guy who i forget his name now who does all the like costume design for yes. him came in and designed and motor the, yeah, the so beast. that's nice how that kind of ties in yeah. we totally planned that we really did <laughs> i love how it all links in together well actually no it's kind of funny because um here in a bit it in a minute, getting into this movie, there's another tidbit where I'm like, this is connected. Yeah, with Loki. Yeah, exactly. Loki and Tom Tommy, Hiddleston. Mr. Hiddle. Oh, God, he is so fine in this movie. It's, Jesus Christ. Everybody really loves Tom Hiddleston. I do. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really do. <laughs> what is it for you? I don't know. Is it the, the, the length? Uh, uh, he's so tall? He, he's like skinny, but... First off, we always love a good tall skinny boy because big ass dicks. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first, guys. But you heard it here first. <laughs> I mean, isn't that Pete Davidson, right? Yeah. Why he's literally with Kim Kardashian, Kardashian right now. now and he's dated like all these other Ariana. Women. Literally yeah, he's bagged like two of the hottest women. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was someone after Kate Beckinsale too for a whole minute Jeez. there. Yeah. yeah. See? It's yeah, I mean, women will else? do some weird things. For I don't think they like to laugh that much. <laughs> can't be that funny. Um, but I don't. Even in this movie, though, he's like he's like skinny, but his chest looks real broad. Like there's that one scene where his mm-hmm. where Lucille's you know kind of oh, jacking him yeah, off. Yeah. And, I mean, God. Yeah. But to be Lucille. <laughs> well, to be Jessica Chastain. Yeah. I mean, in general, she's just gorgeous. 
first off, yeah, this movie's got a huge cast. Like, yeah, pretty I mean, big yeah. names. Mm-hmm. We've, We've got uh, Mia Wazikowska. Wa- yeah, Wazikowska. Every time I think of her name, I just say Mike Wazowski. Mike yeah. Wazowski. I always say Wakakowski, but yeah. I don't think that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's Wazikowska. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we've got Tom Hiddleston, Jessica mm. Chastain, Charlie Hunnan, and Hunnam, and Jim Beaver. Yeah. So Billy, or yeah, Billy or Bob, Billy from Supernatural. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so long since I've watched Supernatural, but. I was, yeah, literally me. Just kept up with like the first two seasons and then I was, I didn't really watch anything after that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, that was one show that I watched from like season one mm-hmm. up until about season nine. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of fell off. At that point, like, how many, how much supernatural can you get into? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, are we the repeating storylines? Story kind of repeated itself, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's very good, and I am a big fan of them. Jason Padalecki and uh, the other guy? Yeah, Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles, there you go. I've been to Family Business Brewery, which is his oh, really? brewery. Yeah, his wife, Daniela, I believe is her name, served That's me cool. beer. Wait, where's that at? Uh, Dripping Springs. Here in Texas? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, that. both him and Jared are from... Texas. John, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Cool. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Anyways. Close to home. <laughs> All right. Back to the movie. <laughs> so Crimson Peaks, uh, I would say it's like a, Sorry. it's a gothic horror movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, it's very much, it reminds me kind of like Bly Manor, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm. It's like a love story that just happens to have. The ghosts in it. Some ghosts. Yeah. 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 Like to me, I don't know if I would necessarily classify this as a horror Mm-hmm. To More other, drama. yeah, like drama, thriller, period piece, yeah. Which, but then, like, looking back at it, I'm like, okay, yes, this is to anyone who is easily scared, yeah, this is gonna scare them, yeah. Um, but like, to well, me, and it's the way when they do incorporate those elements of horror or like the ghost part aspect of it, like, they it's not just like a little wisping ghost, it's like mm-hmm. really like detailed, like, they made them look scary, yes. For a reason. And this is actually so I, I've mentioned multiple times how I do not like when they show the face of mm. the ghost or mm-hmm. the monster because no matter what, what I have planned is scarier. This is a film where I don't mind it. You are the only exception. Yes. It's true. Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think I even have a note in here somewhere that's just like, yeah, the faces don't bother me at all in here. I think they do a good job. Yeah, it's a way that I actually quite found them beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like a. It's so beautifully crafted. And yeah, it's just very. It draws you in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very aesthetic. Very. Everything fits. Yeah. It's just well-rounded, and it looks, I mean, they they really nailed it on the head, I think. And then, uh, yeah, so, it, and and they carry that all the way through, throughout the whole they movie. Do. It's just, at least for me, one big takeaway from it is that, like, I loved how it was shot, and, like, all mm-hmm. the imagery, and, like, the house, and. And I loved, uh, for a beginning, uh, for a bit at the beginning, it has those black circle fades mm. when they're transitioning from scene to scene. Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah, it I gives it that, that old, like, yeah. it, that callback feel, vintage mm-hmm. feel, I guess. I thought that was really great. It doesn't carry through the movie as much, but at the beginning, it happens quite a yeah. few times. Well, and it's and maybe because they're around all those other people, and so it really gives you, like, the sense of, like, the socialite, like, times mm-hmm. that they were in, which, honestly, okay, maybe I missed it. Did you know what year or time they were in? Like, I know it was back in the day, but yes, I, I couldn't I couldn't actually tell. have no clue. I got like 
1920s, but also like 1860s. <laughs> I think it feels like it was like 1917 to me. Mm. Um, why does my, my search history song about single mom 2019? Oh <laughs> we were trying to figure out that rockabye. Yeah. Oh, rockabye, baby, rockabye. Yeah, we did karaoke last night, you guys. We did. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Oh, goodness. Um, let's see if it can if I can find it. It's the way that in my head. It was released in 2015. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I saw this movie multiple times in theaters. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I loved it so much. I went back and I saw it. I saw oh, it quite a few times. Cool. Um, I wish I would have had the theater experience with it. I like I remember when I first watched it, probably in like 2017, I I I didn't even remember like I don't think that I had even like seen trailers or preview like oh, I don't really? remember it being too heavily like promoted. So I honestly didn't even know like 1887. 1887. See, okay, yeah, I was like either between 1860s or 1920s like in that period. That's where it is. Wow. Yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, I remember being very excited for it. I mm. think I saw it like one of the opening weekends. Mm. And then I I it for sure went back once to yeah. see it again, but I really think I went three times. Okay. This was when like cuz back in this like time period I would go see movies like uh, all the time. Yeah, and like Marvel like all the Marvel movies. Like I think I saw like some of the Spider-Man's like four times in theaters um <laughs> or tom holland stands yeah and so i just i would go to rewatch films a lot if i really liked them yeah. and this is one that i did go back multiple times and then i did also buy it on blu-ray the moment it came out so take my money yeah yeah i was i was a fan That's of this good. film oh. quite a bit i loved it i love everything about it the aesthetic everything i think it's a great story um with some good plot twist yeah when I first watched it, I didn't catch. I didn't. I mean, there was a little. The big plot twist at the end. They I knew at that it, they were colluding. Yes. Like, right. Like, I knew they were. These people were colluding, but I didn't know that it was going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's because <clears throat> I mean, it's such a taboo subject, even in even in fiction yeah so yeah. it's like <clears throat> to go there it's like oh fuck oh oh <laughs> god okay yeah, that's disturbing <laughs> yes yeah yeah it really is um so yeah we're just gonna jump into it you mm-hmm. guys let's see so um we started off the movie beautifully with mia we're just gonna call her edith i guess now because that's her character mm-hmm. edith um and then like outside or whatever with the snow it's it's basically a scene from later on in the movie yeah. but we're opening with it right now i, I love when films mm. and books start with the ending mm-hmm. I, I think that's i think it's such a and great it's like you start and then it's like this is how we got here mm-hmm. so it's like i mean you don't know this that that's the ending until you get yeah. to the end um but which is really good and the, the creepy song playing the melody that mm-hmm. lucille would sing to thomas, thomas was awesome i loved the whole vibe of that it it yeah. looks really good um but yeah it lets you know that shit's about to go down, really? which is so fun. Yeah, it's very foreshadowing. It like um, lets and, you and get ready the, for well, it. And this whole opening line too. It's um, she's like, "Ghosts are real. This much I know." Mm-hmm. And I love that line. Yeah, it's so much. I wrote it down. I did like too. Quotes. I'm like, yes. 
with um, the, the like, uh, yes, emoji, and then mm-hmm. the bless. <laughs> and then so we go into her, you know, just talking about how the first time she had seen a ghost is when after her mother died of black cholera. Mm-hmm. And she was a little girl. And, and this, this little is, girl did a great job of mm-hmm. acting. She did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, for, uh, like, literally not even what, within the first 10 minutes, we get our first ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and um, Right off the bat. So she's in bed, and she is, you know, just in bed. And then uh, you start hearing, like, all the eerie, creepy, like, there's something coming. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like, I love how they shot it to where it's, like, slow but then fast whenever she yeah. pops up so when her hand wrapped around her shoulder i think i jumped yeah it's one of those i was They're just kind of like, oh, give you a little okay. good jump scare and, yeah. I, and i think it's effective and even mm-hmm. if you don't jump it's just like very like scary like yeah. the way that she comes up because you imagine the, like a little kid i'm imagining myself in this like fucking would, skeleton ghost i would have had a heart attack and if y'all <laughs> have like if you don't see it she basically looks like what i would think of like a black bride like the other those kind mm-hmm. of thing like her whole get up, which honestly I, I'm like, it's beautiful yes. and scary at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, that is creepy as fuck. It is. And the way that her finger, like her hand like goes mm-hmm. on one by one by each finger and it's just like, Ugh. and then she says, beware of crimson, crimson peak. Yes. And um, then they're like, Oh, and this is where I put love the black circle transitions. It might be that mm-hmm. the black circle transitions happened when they were changing from like time to time, because there were some flashbacks. Yeah. Know? Maybe that's what it that was. That might be what it is. How uh-huh. they like separated it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and then Mia's or Edith is commenting and she said, it'll be years before I understand what that warning meant, but, blah, yeah. blah, blah, stuff like that. And then it pans back to 1867. Is that what yeah. you said? Mm-hmm. Or 70? Yeah. 1867. And um, to like where I guess she's now what? An 18, 19 year old? Probably yeah, younger. she's she's young. She's still young. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know quite how old she is. They don't really address it. Um, yeah, age is not real. Yeah. <laughs> Here. And then but she's going in to work on her piece of fiction because mm-hmm. Edith is a writer. She is a writer, which is a big part because, well, at the end, yeah, we figure out yeah. Edith has made this book, Crimson Peak, that mm-hmm. they pan in on the beginning. Um, and I love that. It feels very storybook. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like we're going into a fairy tale of sorts. It's meta too. Yeah. I like the way that they, they did that intro with and mm-hmm. showing Crimson Peak. That was how they showed the title yeah. was as her book. And so I thought that was really great. Which then again at the end you see. It's full circle. Yeah. And then it also just like it's a great like there's so many elements to it where it's also like what doesn't happening what ends up happening to her through the the movie and how she takes those experiences and like turns that trauma into like i'm gonna make a fucking book out of it. Mm-hmm. there we go yeah mm-hmm. he's yep. like we don't we're at least gonna make some money off this <laughs> literally <laughs> for real as one should make yeah. money off your trauma that's right there we go. <laughs> so then we go in though and we get to meet we get to meet alan oh alan. i love him yes. he's so sweet Played by charlie hunnam what a yeah. little sweetie. And he loves her. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. He really does. Yeah. And they run into her, his bitch ass sister and Ugh, mom. They were yeah, horrible people. So fucking people. rude. I know. Jesus. The, the way that they're actually people like that too, though. Yes. Like, and I'm like, how did, how is Alan from the same family as yeah. y'all? Like he is such a sweetheart and y'all are mm-hmm. just fucking rude as shit. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh. They're talking about the bar- baronet. 
right? Yes, the so ba- the, a baronet. He's a baronet. Yes. So that's Tom Hiddleston's character. Hasn't come in yet, Mm-mm. but they're referring to Already talking to about him. the baronet. They were expecting him, yeah. And they asked Edith what she thought of that, and she goes, a baronet is just a parasite with a title. And I was yeah. like, ooh. It's the way that they're all fawning and like doing this. And what the one girl's like, well, he's a charming parasite. Yeah. Something something like that. that. And it's like. Because I mean, at this time, I mean, society, like they just wanted to get married off to like the man with the biggest Mm -hmm. title or had the most money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very pride and prejudice. You're trying to make Mm -hmm. sure that you are going to be provided for. Yep. Survival. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very much so. That is definitely how it was. Um, But yeah, so. She's going to get her work reviewed, right? Her mm-hmm. her piece of fiction. Yes. And essentially, because she's a woman, yeah. she gets told it needs to be a love story. Yeah. And not so much ghost. Little did she know she would write a love story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, With at that some point, ghost. but at that point, <laughs> she um is, I guess, you know, taken not offended, but she's just like Nah. Frustrated, right? I think she. That's I think offended, offended, right? Yeah. Okay. She seems pretty offended. Yeah, like she's just and well, definitely so frustrated. Like frustrated with the system and the way that like she, he's looking, he's not taking her like material seriously, seriously or like giving her the time of day. He's just yeah, like, because of her gender. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then so it pans over to her father gifting her A pen. this pen, um, which does come in handy later. Which will come back later. It really yeah. does. Yep. And um, it's so sweet. He's mm-hmm. so sweet to her. Their relationship is so wholesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, and, but sh- then she goes, I want to type it because I believe my handwriting's too feminine and it gives me away. Yeah. And so, and which is unfortunate. Someone might actually read or like publish her stuff if like it's just typed and you can't tell who's behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of females did mm-hmm. like. I they feel did that or had a pseudo name, like a male's name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's a, quite a few. And I f- did Mary Shelley at one point, uh, did she? I feel like maybe she originally published under a male name mm. as well. I don't remember that. I could be making that up. I yeah. have no clue. No. I mean, I have no clue, but I do. She mentions Mary Shelley, mm, too. I know she does. She's yeah, like, because she died a widow. <laughs> it's because <laughs> someone called her a, uh, what's it? The other Jane Dickett? Jane Austen. Jane Austen. Austen. Someone. Someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, mm-mm. No. Nope. Yeah. Mary Shelley. I'm going to be Mary Shelley. Yeah. Writing horror stories, horror stories and yeah. dying a widow. Love it. Um, yeah. But now in comes, I put, in comes our daddy, Thomas Sharp, Baronet. I put, it's Loki. Hiddleston. <laughs> yes, and it is And that's how I was like, oh, wow, this is connecting to the ritual because it was Modor who is Loki's bastard, bastard child. Yep. So now we have the one and only Tom Hiddleston who I can only like see as Loki now. Yeah, yeah, he has really taken on the, the Loki role. role. Mm-hmm. Love him so much. Ugh, what a cutie! <laughs> <laughs> he comes so, in though, and mm-hmm. he's he's in a he's in a meeting, right? Yes, to offer and try to get funds for his um, clay harvester, mm-hmm. his little mining thingy, Mabob. Yeah, and as they're in there discussing, uh, her dad. I forget his name now, stands up and he was like, you've already tried and failed to collect capital in, in London, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Milan, mm-hmm. which is important. Because that'll come up later as mm-hmm. well. There's so much that like they tie in throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That Lots if you rewatch it, you're like, oh, wow. See now. Yeah. yeah. You were telling us the whole time. It's right under our nose. Yeah. They're giving yeah. you hints the entire time. Yeah. Which I love. Like, mm-hmm. I mean. 
Because and then there's some that are more subtle, like the when you watch. But these ones are. I mean, they're making a big point of it because they don't want you to be yeah heavy on fucking the confused <laughs> later on. Um, so they did a great job with that. And so essentially, he says, "Oh," mm. and then he says he grabs his hand and he goes, "You know, my hands That's are right. rough." Through hard work. I've worked and I've earned, we've all earned our spot here and you're, you haven't done enough. You haven't put in your dues basically. Yeah. And he's like, you sir have the softest hands I've ever felt. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but that's the times, you know, that's the very like, you know, these men, these guys who have all this money. I mean, they do get to control whatever happens. They're the investors basically. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, America was all about that back in the day Mm -hmm. too. Like we pulled ourselves up by our boots. Crap. And we were fucking is. We were poor. <laughs> now we're not. Yeah. We're American. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. They're but, basically just telling him to like F off. Yeah. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better. Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Then I put, we love Alan. I don't remember why, but I just love him. Oh, Alan. Love him so much. Is that because, um, hmm, yeah, they talk about all that. Oh, yeah, because we're, I don't know. I don't know why you wrote that. I just love them. You just had to mention it. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, this is, they're getting ready for the party, right? This is why, because he comes in and he's, he comes to pick up her father. Yeah, yeah, He's getting ready. That's right. And he just says, like, some very sweet things about her and Mm -hmm. him. Like, I just love him all the way around. The way that he treats her father He's just a stand-up guy. Yeah. Love him so much. He's such a little sweetie. He's husband material. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Edith is staying home from this party because, well, she doesn't feel like engaging in social yeah. aspects like this. Tea. Yeah. And she would rather stay home and write and mm-hmm. relax, which it's like, yeah, same. Um, Homebody. But she's, so she goes back upstairs once she's alone and... All of a sudden, she's getting kind of a very similar scene that happened to her as a child. Yes, yes, because Ghost Mommy is coming back. Mm -hmm. And um, it's actually, I like the way this one was seen because you see her at the end of the corridor in the hallway. And it's just really like, ooh. It's like, ooh. Spooky. And then the way that the doorknob is just going like ham. It's like freaking out. I put, yeah, we don't fuck with doorknobs wiggling like that. And then it gets stuck in the down position. And so then when she goes to touch it and it pops, pops up, back up. I that's a good a little, little jump scare. Yeah. yeah, too. And then she closes the door, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then that's, or it closes on its, it closes itself, right? Something. And it definitely yeah. closes. It closes. <laughs> and then she's just like pressed up against it, like f- trying to listen to what's on the other side. And then boom, through boom, the door. Through the door. Through, I really like that part. Too. Yeah. Ghost it was a good scene. Comes in and she's just like, beware of Crimson Peak. Um, and it's like also too though, like mom, why are you coming back and like why, why, yeah, why, why are you looking you, so scary? Could you have couldn't just like sat down next to them and be like, honey, when you Crimson get older, Peak. Crimson Peak, just keep that in mind. It's don't not, go there. Not a good idea. Yeah, don't, yeah. She don't. had to manifest as a very unsettling. Maybe it was spirit. the black cholera. Yeah, maybe just her 
image and death is yeah terrifying. That's why I mean, it did say they she had a closed casket. So yeah, because I know that that like uh, plague disease it, it made you like get all pussy. Yeah, p- p- pussy. P- sorry, oh my god, <laughs> pussy <laughs> and <laughs> pussy and like gross and you had like boils all over and Ew. like you're you had open wounds and stuff and like infections so um gross. yeah yikes well so yeah she's scary it she gets the warning again and then all of a sudden sir thomas sharp baronet mm, yes he, is he waiting arrives mm-hmm. yeah because Soaking and, wet. and the uh the maid i don't know what she is there's house you know Take, take care. I don't know what they're called back then, mm-hmm. but she's just like, he's insistent. He won't leave. You know? Yeah. I'm just like, um, that's a red flag. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so she goes down and I, I put, I said, he really does know how to work people. I said, yeah, the strongest like women per se. Like, yeah. I mean, cause she was really like adamant on how she was and not being hung well, up on love. She's already breaking character for yeah. this boy. Like and barely knows him. Mm-hmm. But he's very charismatic and charming. Yes. And which is always a red flag too. Yeah. And uh, as well as like, because later on we figure out in the movie like this man's got secrets, but he's very good at manipulating like mm-hmm. what he wants people to think of him. Yes. Yes. And so he ends up persuading her to go to the party that mm-hmm. she said she wasn't going to go to. And um, so then it pans to the party and we, this is the first time we get to meet Lucille. Yes. And she's sitting there playing the piano rather beautifully. And we get to see that fat ass crimson ring mm, on her finger. She has, yeah. Yes. Which they pan to very, um, but once again, it's one of those moments where it's like, this, this comes back later, but you don't even know it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. They like make a point of pointing it out, but mm-hmm. you don't like think too much of it until you see it again. And then you're like, Oh, yep. Um, and she gets there and, uh, everyone's kind of like, Oh, like what? Yeah. Edith is here. And then her dad and Alan are like interesting development. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then she goes to apologize to bitch mom Ugh. and, <laughs> and then she's, she's like, I understand if you don't have a place for me. And she goes, everybody has their place. I'll make sure you find yours. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, Ooh. she Damn. was a bitch. She was. She was stone cold. Yeah, she really was. It it's was the like, way she only had Ooh. those lines, and I like I hated her. Uh-huh. I was like, ooh, no. Yeah, she was not a nice lady at all. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, we I think after right after that, that's when he injured. No, yeah, he introduces her to his sister Lucille, right? Uh, I, yeah, it's either right before that or it's right after mm, well, after the candle waltz. They little little dance, yes. Mm-hmm. Which the candle waltz waltz scene is really cool. Yeah. I like that. I was, like, if I saw that in person, I would be like, Whoa, stunned. I'm like, that's wow. That's so neat. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Because I don't think I could do that. Oh, no. No. Because that, they were moving so fast. That flame would go out. Yeah. How is that even possible, too? I, I so basically, um, Mr. Thomas um, asked Edith to dance with him. And even Which was she, an upset. Yeah, and she was like, no, no, no. Ask, forget the other girl's name. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was like, no, I'm asking you and I want you to dance with me. He, he's, She says, but I think she would be delighted. And he goes, I dare say, but I have asked you. Yeah. And he says, I dare say. I was like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I just love it. We'll little, <laughs> little add that. I dare say. Um, we should bring that back. Um, and so, oh, yeah, yeah, they do this little dance that he introduces as the whatever waltz. And, like, he's explaining to the crowd that it's, like, performed or it's 
um, I don't know what's 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 the word I'm looking for. Swiftly, if it's done correctly, and yeah, there you go. If it's if swift enough, that you're holding a candle and the flame won't go out. Yeah, and so they make it through the whole waltz, and the flame's still there. I like the way how she blew it out at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. It was. It's cute. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, it's a real good, real good scene. Yeah, and then then we start panning over to I think. What is one of my favorite scenes mm. with the, um, so they're talking, they're sitting there talking out in like a park setting and oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lucille is right walking. before that though. Um, we do have her dad hiring Mr. Holly remember? Oh, and right. he's, and he's trying to, he tells them that he's suspicious of Lucille and Thomas. And so that just comes into play later. Oh yes. Yes. Um, that is important. Dad is digging up dirt, basically he's hiring suspicious. a private eye. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, mm, there's something I don't like about those two. And then after that, we have another Alan moment where she's with Alan. He's showing her the photographs that he got. Right. Probably. Mm-hmm. I might've, because that happens right before the conversation between Lucille okay. and Edith outside in the, the park. I do like the ghost photography. Oh, that's why I put the minerals and stuff. Yeah. So it's explaining how like. Um, he said due to like the nature of the earth and the minerals it, that it can retain impressions of people mm-hmm. who have passed. And so that the way that the photography happens and the way that those plates are. The it, glass plates. Yeah. yeah. It has impressions of people who are not there anymore yeah which was really cool and really interesting Mm -hmm. and it really also describes the way that these ghosts are in this movie as well um when you see them later on and yeah because the minerals i mean Mm -hmm. they work on a clay thing the minerals are a big yeah big part of it i think yeah and so um after that we we go into um to your to your scene where you're talking about um where they're outside lucille thomas and um edith yes um they're walking around he's kind of reading through her um manuscript mm-hmm. but then we get this wonderful you get a little bit of a side bit of like her taking off the ring giving it to lucille yes. taking off the ring giving it to thomas saying but i want this back like yeah. this is mine i earned it kind of thing um so that's your first like Okay, what's going on? Yeah, here? there's something sus. Yeah, there's y'all are being shady, and um, they're in on something together. It's um also in the scene too. I really liked whenever Lucille and Edith were having their little chat. Yes, and that's Lucille's, my favorite part. Yeah, and Lucille's talking about like it's a basically a doggy dog world. Like animals yeah. are always hitting each other. It's not meant to be beautiful. And she says, "But where we're from, we only have black moths," and. That's because they thrive on the cold. And then Edith goes, what do they eat? And she says, butterflies, I'm afraid. Yeah. And then like they're rubbing the wings on their face. And then we get the, um, we get that really awesome Close scene with the ants just mm-hmm. eating the eyeballs. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that scene too. I think the whole dialogue that happened there and then the way that that pans really in, I loved it. And then it's also too, because at so many points in this movie, it's a metaphor for the actual movie as well. Mm-hmm. Because like Edith is that butterfly. That part. And even in the beginning when she's, um, the guy was reading her work and he was, she's, he was like, it's, it's, a, it's a ghost story. And she's like, it's not a ghost story. It's just a story with ghosts in it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's this whole movie. Yes, like, so, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, and so we have that combo between them. It's very meta, the black moth, the butterfly. And then we have 
I think right after that is where Mr. Cushing gets the information mm-hmm. on like what Mr. Holly found out about. Um, yes, Mr. Holly has come back and shown him marriage certificates. I believe is what yes, it was of him already being married. Yes, um, to three people. And so then, <laughs> at that point, which I guess like did he not have them like? Was he technically still? He was still married to the last one, right? Yes. Yeah, technically. Like, how do you even? Why wouldn't he even like? Divorce slash like it's like I feel like people can easily look up records. Yes. Like, why didn't they cover that track? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, but yes. Yeah, so then uh, Mr. Cushing tries to pay off uh, Lucille and Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, Says get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm, and tells Thomas that he has to break um, Edith's heart. Um, and so, yeah, basically. He does so by like essentially trashing her work. Yeah. A fiction. And yeah. then. He has the line that says, perfection has no place in love. And I really liked that line. Mm. I thought that was really good. That's very true. And he, he, I mean, it's it's heartbreaking to hear yeah. the things. Like, well, it's the way imagining that if you're in that position. Of, he goes off on her. He's basically berating her in front of all these people. Mm-hmm. And then she just slaps the fuck out of him. Yeah. And, and he's, it's the slap heard around the world. And it's the way that I love the way to cut to her dad. And he's just like... Yeah. yeah i'm like bitch you did this <laughs> you just go and let, let him slap like like what yeah yeah. yeah 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 no but like to imagine having the thing that you have worked the hardest on and that you are like it's vulnerable to let yeah. people in oh, yeah. and read and then for the stories that you've written or like hear things that you've written mm-hmm. and then to yes have him like openly tell you that it's trash like that's yeah. a terrible pain and so he did he definitely did um yeah. And then oh, <laughs> we get the to Im- dad. Dad. That was his face <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, but then we get to this fucking bathroom scene. You know, I really like that bathroom. Oh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. pretty cool. It's a dope ass bathroom. Yeah. I just, as I've said before, I don't like faces being smashed in. Mm, so I have yeah. to, I have to kind of look Those away. for you. Yeah. Yeah, so basically we're in this bath house, bathroom kind of thing, locker room. We're all in a little like club. Old timey guys, yeah, club. And uh, he just dad is getting shaven up for the day, getting <laughs> ready. And I love how he like has an assistant in there basically, and he's just like, "Would you mm-hmm. like the paper? Would you like this?" And that guy goes and gets it. And so while that guy is gone and her dad is shaving, uh, he starts hearing something. Um, and then all of a sudden, what is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. He leaves the water running and he leaves the blade on the sink and then the blade ends up falling over. And so he picks up to get the blade. And so he's basically in the perfect, like (laughs) he's very vulnerable and he's on his knees and, uh, bigger comes from behind and it's just, yeah. Like you said, bashes his face into the sink. Yes. And I really liked throughout this scene, the way that the music fades Mm. as he searched searches for the yeah. intruder it it kind of reminds me of like goblet of fire you know when they mm. enter the maze i actually yeah yeah okay and i get what you mean it's like you can hear kind of the noise happening but it's but very it's muffled and then you end up and then it turns into the like what's actually happening mm-hmm. uh i know exactly what part you're talking about yeah. Goblet of fire okay yeah, yeah, yeah i think i think that was a really cool That's scene cool. i liked the way that they i like the way that they handled and i really the like the song there. too mm-hmm. i really like the music there they did a good job but um, yeah Ugh. Man, yeah, that scene, it's it's gross. It's real mm. gross. And I, I love like the way it. that the, oh, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. It's just I it can't look gross. at his yeah. face. Yeah. 
Um, and I like the way that the water's still running. And you get all that red water and stuff. Going into yeah, the, the drain. drain. Yeah. yeah. I like this. And that's why I was like, I really like it shot. The way it was like, oh, this is, I mean, I it's know he just aesthetic. got murdered, but it was aesthetic. Yeah, he just cool. got brutally murdered, but Literally. at least it was cute. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. Um, <laughs> I mean, not his face, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was ugh, gross. And so then at that point, um, we have. Edith receiving letters, some the the mail she, yeah, and a letter from, a Thomas. letter from Thomas, and, and then she reads it. It's the way that she like literally like Thomas and just like yeah rips that hoe open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so he's, she runs to go stop him. Uh huh. She he's basically telling her like I love you and like your dad paid me and he made me do this mm-hmm. basically. Um, and I'll always love you. And so she goes to run and look for him at their little hotel. And of course, it's one of those moments where you're like, well, they've already left. Yeah. But then obviously he waited for her. Yeah. He stayed behind. He stayed behind while his sister left. I put the confession uh, scene as like overly cheesy. I put like Thomas waited for her broke ass boy. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> of course, he's going to wait for you. He wants your money. Literally. Um, and then so there. He was saying like something about like. A string is connected, like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was good. He's it was very poetic. Lines. Yeah. Yeah. He's but definitely I was like, charming her. Mm, yeah, the way I've heard that before. And then they have the big old, <laughs> this big old romantic kiss. And then, like, literally, quite literally, right after this scene, Edith is, gets news that her dad is mur- has mm-hmm. been murdered. And this whole scene, the identification of the body scene is so good. Yeah. The way that she's handling it. And when she's like, no, don't touch him like that. Yeah. And then she was like, because he's afraid of looking his age, you uh, see? Yeah. And it's like, oh, God damn, that's uh, so what's sad. His name? What's his character's name? Alan comes in and mm-hmm. he's like, I've, you know. He's but, being a detective. Yeah. Like, he's like, this is not normal. Which kind of ties back to when they're in the glass plate scene. Yeah. When she picks up Sir Arthur, Arthur Cone. Conan Doyle, uh-huh. Sherlock Holmes, and yeah. she's like, "Fancy yourself a detective." And Homeboy plays a detective, very detective yeah. role throughout the entire because mm-hmm. he's like, "Nah, shit's not adding up." Yeah, and the whole reason that he's like the one person connecting she lives all the at dots the end is like, because of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and so, um, yeah, she has to identify his body. Uh, Daddy's dead, and right after that, we have the funeral where we um we cut see that ring on her finger. Yep, she's got the ring on her. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're married, and they now. Oh yeah, that's right. Now they're back in. Uh, he took her back to what was it called? Allerdale Hall. Allerdale Hall. Allerdale Hall England. in Cumberland, England. Cumberland. There you go. And they are. They get to the house, and he gets off. She gets off the little car cart thing Mm -hmm. and he was like meet my wife and the guy's like you've been married a while sir yeah so she's like what (laughs) yeah and she's like what did he mean by that and Mm -hmm. he's like i have no idea what he meant by that and we get the little doggy the doggy comes up dog comes back and this like scraggly looking dog yeah that he's like fuck fuck why is this dog still alive? <laughs> it's the way that there are so many loose ends. And I'm like, yeah. hardly, I think because maybe by this time, what, it's their fourth marriage. They're getting sloppy with it, probably. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, we've done this so many times before. Let's just get this over get with. Get it over with, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And, and I put right there, and Edith is ignoring. Oh, yeah. So he, he, he brings her into the house, right? Yes. And this decrepit house. Oh, no, there's, there's leaves on the ground. Literally a hole and in the he's roof. Like, Look, if you step here, clay comes out of it. Because it's which sinking. It never did again. No, though. it did. No. So it I was like, really and that's also that not the base level. Yeah. So I'm confused. Yeah. Um, but because then later on, like that's where she falls and like 
breaks her back. Yeah, yeah. And none of that happened. Like there's, there's no, no more sinking, sinking clay. There's no. And I'm yeah. like, I know she doesn't weigh less than Tom Hiddleston's like foot. <laughs> Going, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I'm just put right here that if Edith is is ignoring a lot of red flags. We see the spirits right off the bat too. Literally. She gets in, and then she's like, "I saw a woman, a woman in the elevator," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, Lucille." She's like, "No, not no. Lucille." Yeah, it was something else. And it and wasn't. So, um, right off the bat, we're getting spirits coming through, and it's like, oh, shit. Um, but he tells her to go wash up. And this bathroom, I love it so much. Yeah. If, well, first off, if I could just live in this house a little bit tidied up, it's a beautiful I would house. Be. Other than the hole in the roof, it's a cool looking house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like that bathroom is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. And he tells her that the water's going to run red at first because of the clay. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, it's just good imagery. And and it makes sense. But then also, too, I like, ew. Yeah. It's gross. There's several. I mean, there are places. I remember when we had, like, well water Mm. um, at my house in North Carolina, we had a well. Yeah. So the water was, like, murky looking? At first. And then it would run clear. Yeah. Just because, like, sediment gets in the pipes and stuff. And so. That makes sense. It is, like, a normal thing. Yeah. Um, But it's just. I feel like the fact that it's red, everything that's yeah. red, it's it's just good imagery. Crimson. Yeah. And everything else is very like pale, but the red and pale then oh. or black or gray or dark. Well, yeah. but then she's also in this like canary yellow. I know I have a I have a line somewhere here where I'm like, she looks so goddamn good mm. in this yellow. <laughs> she looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know which outfit you're talking about. Yeah, she wears it a few times or mm. a few different yellows. The um, one where she gets the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks real good. Um and so Oh, yeah, and they're showing her around the house, basically. She's already seen this ghost, but... And when she gets into the bathroom, we see... We get to see. She doesn't see it. We see another spirit. And the way that that spirit moves is, like, Mm -hmm. so creepy. It's like... And then um, this is where I put the faces are actually pretty good. Like, I don't don't mind the way these look at all. Mm Because some of them are, like, yeah, it's integral um, later on. Um, because at some certain points, that's the only part that you do see is the face of like some of these ghosts, uh-huh. like the door scene kind of. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, th- he's showing her around the house. Lucille now comes into the picture and, um, Edith asks for copies of the keys. And then that's whenever Lucille's like, she clutches onto the keys and she's like, you, you don't need them. You won't need these. Uh-huh. You're going to be getting lost in here. And they're there are dangerous. parts of this house that are unsafe. Yeah. So once you actually learn it, then we'll get you some keys if you need them. Yeah. Um, which is already a red flag because like. They're not wanting her in parts of this house mm-hmm. for some they're reason. They're hiding things. Mm-hmm. And so um, then we have, and also. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it? That's right after, I guess they sent her to, or she's in the restroom. Is that whenever Thomas and Lucille are having this conversation where they're kind of talking about um, wanting her money? Uh, I think so. And they're making, the tea. they make the tea. Yeah. And it's, this is where, oh, my phone auto corrected to trees. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're putting something in the trees? No, this is where I, they're putting, this is where the first time you get the kind of hint that, that maybe they're mixing something in this tea that's not supposed to be there. It's the way that I honestly didn't catch on to that until rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Um, like the third-ish time. Well, because otherwise you would think they're just putting tea. Yeah, they're just making and tea. Yeah. I don't know if maybe I thought it, so the, <laughs> This is dumb, but the um, canister that he gets uh-huh. the like poison out of, yeah, 
it looks super similar to the canister in the nightmare before Christmas when Sally is putting uh, like all that, yeah. whatever in homeboys tea or drinks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe that's why my brain was like, Oh, that's a poison that because it, it looked the like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, to me, mm-hmm. I, I think I immediately caught thought, it there that, that I was like poison. something See, they're putting something in the yeah. tea. Um, I just thought it was like powdered sugar. No sugar. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's uh, they're they're talking about wanting her money, and I think that's whenever she asks him, like, "You picked her. Why did you pick her?" Mm-hmm. And he doesn't give her an answer. Yeah, yeah. And we find out later is for love. Yeah. But so then we this is where it pans to Lucille playing piano, and we kind of get to. Um, hear a little bit about their mother yeah and they get that picture that giant ass picture of her and i was like man she looks creepy af and lucille comes up because edith is like she looks and lucille comes up and she goes horrible <laughs> like yeah she's yeah. like doesn't she look awful blah, blah blah and then she says we like to imagine that she's looking down we don't want her to miss a single thing that we do and i was like yep they want her to see them doing all those nasty things they yeah. do She's spiteful. Mm-hmm. She did not like her mama. No. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all that happened, and then we had the the bathtub scene. Remember the ghost in the bathtub? Uh, that comes a little bit later. Is that later? Mm-hmm. My bad. Okay. And so, but then, so she's going upstairs to go see his workshop, mm. and this mm-hmm. is where we get the dust settling to look like a human on the wheelchair, which is really yes. good, and we see the hear the moaning and stuff, and um. His little workshop is so cute. I look. I was like, I he love his workshop. little toys that yeah. he would make for his sister, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they were cool toys. I was like, mm-hmm. I would own some of those for just like they match my house. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I also made a note of like I really like this, like the design of this house. Yes. And like as she's going through it, and like the sound design too of the whole movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, he's they're having this little moment where they're talking he's giving her his family history a little bit to learn how like his dad like lost all their money um and then um they kiss right yeah they yeah. start kind of getting a little bit hot and heavy and then that's when lucille walks in, yeah and it's kind of very she's like, like cock blocks him yeah and it's even the way like in his uh body language the way he was like like he like like a, when a kid gets caught mm-hmm. and they're like I wasn't doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. And then she brings more tea. More tea. And he declines the tea, mm-hmm. which because it's poisoned. Yeah. But she's like, no, drink it. And I think if she you kiss had. you want to drink it. I think she had a, a separate cup already poured for her. Because yeah. she then. Takes a sip as well. Takes a sip. Yeah. And so. It's um, the way that he doesn't trust her. It's like. You can tell like he doesn't trust her. Like he still doesn't take a sip of it, even mm-hmm. though she takes a sip of her own. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. And I think I think she already had her own cup poured, like without poison in it. Well, yeah. And I think it was just mm-hmm. comp. Like I think I think she offered it to him to make it seem normal. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. And so that way Edith wouldn't question. And yeah. so, and but like, why like, am I the only one drinking tea? But also, too, it's the way that I think even for him, like later we find out. I mean, she's basically the the mastermind behind all of yes, this. It's yes. not. It's not really him. No. Um, but it's the way that like. Even in that moment, like I, you can see, like his distrust already of like, bitch, you might have put something in mind too. I don't know. Yeah, you true. Know? And that's what I picked up off of it. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, um, so she gets the tea. Basically, poor Edith, poor Edith is just getting refeed and refeed and refeed. Yeah, yeah she is. Um, so she gets drugged and um, she wakes, wakes up, up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To an, an empty right. bed. Mm-hmm. Thomas is leaving. Not there. And yeah. doors are opening on their own. And I was like, yeah, why is she not questioning these doors? Just like mm-hmm. straight up going like me. Yeah. And, um, ding, ding, ding. and then she goes and she finds the, uh, I believe she finds, this is where she finds the wax cylinders. Yes. And uh-huh. the because ghost she's, in she's, the closet yeah. is actually <laughs> really fucking creepy. That one I was like, yeah. I said that face is the one I like the most, I think. And like, I would like, I would shit my pants if I saw that thing. That yeah. face is they did a great job on that mm-hmm. ghost design there. Yeah, I really enjoyed the way that, like, she's, like, has the door half, like, really, like, cracked open. And she's looking at the dog because she thought the dog was in there. And then she's yeah. like, oh, wait, you're over there. It's like, oh, and you shit. just see that face kind of, like, yeah. slump away. It's, mm-hmm. like, the way, like, the eyes roll back, too. Like, it's. Real good. Yeah. They did a great like, job. Ooh, creepy. Mm-hmm. And then the door closes and she's like, what the hell? Yep. And then she, and then she does the thing where I would not do. Then she opens it. Mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, you know what? <laughs> you stay closed. I'm leaving. We're not going there. Yeah. We're not opening what's whatever is behind this door. And then she keeps exploring and gets on the elevator, yeah. which then moves on its own, which is like another like the house is almost alive kind of yeah. situation. And also and too, Thomas I mean, had already said that it tends to misfire a lot, yeah. is what he said, but he I think he knows it's the ghosts. Yeah. But um he's telling her, and so I guess maybe that's why she's not questioning it. But well, it's the way. Do you do do Lucille and Thomas see these ghosts? You think? I think so. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they would have. I feel like the ghosts are there to torment them. Well, it's the way that. Well, also too. I mean, it's. Um, I think this has already happened too, right? Where. Hmm, right in the middle of it, Thomas and Lucille are like walking down the stairs at some point as they're walking away from her after Edith has told them like she saw something and they're like, how did she find out about mother? Like kind of thing. Mm. Um, And okay, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I mean, they definitely can because, you know, she sees Thomas at the end. Yeah. And stuff. And I, I think those ghosts are there to kind of make their, to get revenge, to mm. make their lives a living hell. Yeah. And, um, Anyways, the elevator goes down to the basement, though, where then she finds the luggage of yes. Enola. Er, and she's not really, I guess, certain that Enola is a person yet. But yeah. there's a luggage, and it has on the little lock inscribed Enola. And so then that's a, kind of the first like time we get Enola's yeah. name. And it's a, it's a big, integral part of this film, I would say. And that's who we kind of find out, I think, was... Well, no, that wasn't her in the closet. That was the first lady who had the yeah. wax seals, which I don't remember her name. Her name was, uh, I wrote it down over here somewhere. Um, it was like Margaret or something mm. like that. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah. Um, And then it goes back to the beginning, or not the beginning, but like they're back together and they're in the kitchen and they're mm-hmm. talking, they're talking. And this is when we hear the word or the name Crimson Peak come out of Hiddleston's oh, yeah, that's or right. Thomas's mouth. Yes. And um, he's like, oh, we call it Crimson Peak. And she goes, wait, what? And then she, he was like, yeah, Crimson Peak because of all the red of the clay. Mm-hmm. During the winter, whenever the clay seeps up, it turns the snow red. red. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, just like Crimson Peak. Yeah, no big deal. And then she's it. like, that's whenever she's oh, like, fuck. Crimson Peak. Oh, shit. 
I, I know that name. Yeah. I'm supposed to be scared of it. Um, and so uh, she is now like thinking like, damn, okay, there's something really going on here. And then mm-hmm. I got warned about this. And then that's whenever we have, it cuts to back America. in America, Alan is investigating um, like what exactly happened to Mr. Cushing? Cause he's like, still like, this is not right. And yeah. He, because you don't slip and fall yeah, into and, a sink and, and bust your, your face yeah, that, like that much. till you're dead. Yeah. Um, and then, so he finds out that, um, that Mr. Cushing had paid all, or the last check that he wrote was to Thomas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is fishy. And he really is being a detective, a detective here. And then he talks to, Mr. Cushing's lawyer, Mr. Ferguson, and um, even Mr. Ferguson's like, you know what? Yeah, something ain't adding up right. This is this, is, you know, I found that suspicious too. And he hired a Mr. Holly, and he who him, digs yeah. up unsavory facts, is what he says. Mm-hmm. And so that's when now they're starting to put pieces the ball together is rolling. because they're liquidating yeah. all of their furniture and assets over there, just getting rid of all of it, so that way she can have funds, the yeah. money wired to her yeah and so they're like so soon like something's not right that you know that's not like her her father's just dead yeah and now she's gonna get rid of everything and just get the money yeah yeah so they're like "Mm -mm." yeah and then then it pops to the dream sequence and i Mm -hmm. love this dream sequence it's very um i don't know why it kind of gives me the ring vibes like when the mom before she hops off the cliff Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so we just, we see Edith, and then far away is this, like, ghostly figure that's yeah. just got its arm pointed out, mm-hmm. and I, I love that ghostly figure. It looks so yeah. good. That dream sequence, I just, all of it is very good. I love it. And, and then... Because it's trying to show her something. It's like, you know... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to point out, they're like, yeah, something's not right. Yeah. Um, And then... So then she wakes up and yes. at this point she's like, okay, she's, I think spit up blood. Yeah. She coughed blood. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, if someone's here, give me a sign, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the, the way that she gets pulled to the floor. <laughs> I wrote that too. It's like damn. literally trying to make friends with the ghost push down. Yeah. Like she was, I was like, that is violent. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to make like, Ugh, it was insane. But then we get the bathtub scene where mm. he, she is hearing a murder being replayed. Yeah. And um, it is the murder of the mother. Yeah. Where this is happening. We see the axe in the head. Now, I That's do have. Where, this is where I saw. This is where they say after that. How did she find about mother? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so now, fun fact. Um, mm-hmm. So I was listening to uh, Two Girls, One Ghost a favorite podcast of mine. And in episode 151, Kiwi Tales, um, they were talking about different um, places in New Zealand. Mm. And that scene was inspired because uh, Del Toro, he was going and he was staying at the Wyatoma Caves, Wyatomo Caves Hotel. Okay. And at the time, because he was there for filming The Hobbit mm. and when he was supposed to film The Hobbit and stuff. And... um. This hotel was closed for the season okay. because, like, I guess it's not a big travel. And then yeah. it's just it's kind of like a, in The Shining. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Of. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's essentially like that. And so, but because he's got a big name and stuff, he was like, can you let me stay in this hotel? And they were like, okay, yeah, fine. So he gets to stay there for a few days because it's notoriously haunted. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to hear, I want to be wanna like experience that. part of this spooky yeah. thing. And he says later on, 
that there's only two times he has ever encountered a spirit or a ghost. And this is one of them where he woke up in the middle of the night to what sounded like a very brutal murder coming from his bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, what the fuck? Because he was like, someone is getting murdered in my room Mm -hmm. right now. And, but he was like, but I know like I'm alone here. Yeah. And so this is like, and then like, of course he gets up the next morning. No one's dead. No one's been murdered or anything like that. And so it, that, encounter for him actually inspired that, this that scene, scene. Yeah. with her hearing the murder happening and then later on going in to see the axe in the head yeah now that he didn't do but um but that it, it all inspired that which i thought was super cool and then the ghost is also like foreshadowing because she's like his blood will be on your hands mm-hmm. to edith yeah they're warning her mm-hmm. they're really trying to warn her um, and so at this point, Edith is rightly freaking out and is like, I need to get the fuck away from yeah. here. Like, I can't be here anymore. And so they end up going to the depot because he needs to pick up some parts that yeah. were supposed to be and, delivered for his machine. And she needs to get her mail. Yes. Yes. And she um, and really just needs to get out. Mm-hmm. But then they are possibly being snowed in is essentially what it is. Yes. And they end up staying the night there. And this sex scene is like high key hot. <laughs> they did a good job with it. Also, I don't yeah. know. I also have like some sort of weird kink for doing it with your clothes like on. Interesting. Yeah. Because then it's like you couldn't wait that mm. much. There's something hot about that. I don't know. I That's, just yeah. Anything That's is a turn on to me you, apparently. Whatever turns <laughs> floats your boat. It's the way that I like. Um, I'm like <laughs> my notes are like uh, sex. Yuck. <laughs> because it's yeah. like well no it's just more so like man this this guy is gaslighting you and like lying to you manipulating you and yeah. i think more so i was just like uh not her giving it to him and mm-hmm. he's like literally the worst right now yeah he's literally just trying to steal your money i think i had higher got- i think it was just because i've seen it before that i'm like oh but he kind of he redeems himself <laughs> like the and i'm like he's he's being manipulated mm-hmm. and so yeah they know. all are i was right. excited that it, because this shows that's very big important part that it is, it he is. is he actually cares about on her. and yes actually cares and loves her yeah. um and yeah i don't know that sex scene was pretty good and i liked it it was tasteful mm-hmm. and i mean he's just hot yeah. and then we have um at this point too it's kind of like telling two stories mr um allen is back with mr holly and they're in that little whatever club and he's telling him um about He's explaining to uh, Alan about how he was already married mm-hmm. and all the, the marriage certificates and, and all that stuff. Paris, um, Edinburgh, mm-hmm. Milan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Or London. London, yes. Sorry. Um, um, yeah. And then so they get back from the depot. Oh. Lucille is freaking out. Lucille is her shit. She does. And she picks up. So, like, we get to see because breakfast is kind of burning yeah. on the stove. And Edith touches it and then recoils because the handle's fucking hot so she moves it with the hot pad but then lucille comes in and she fucking grabs that thing and then slams Slams it it. and i don't know why but her picking up the eggs i really love that scene too the way that she's like slowly grabbing Mm -hmm. the eggs it just it was i mean it's such a small part but i thought it was a wonderful scene she really sold it too Mm -hmm. like the emotion of like she was like like she was jealous she was mad she was pissed she was like all of them wrapped in one yeah like she did a, she does a fantastic job mm-hmm. throughout this entire film yeah she really does a good job and then all of a sudden it's like a light switch and she's like 
I'll make you some tea. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, bitch, tea is the last thing you need right now. Like, And so uh, it's the way that while Lucille is making the tea, that's when Edith sees on the key ring what key that says Enola Enola on it. And so she takes it, and that's uh, I think she's wearing one of those yellow outfits you like. Yes, this is where Mm -hmm. I put she looks so good in this canary yellow. Like, damn. (laughs) So she takes the key. Um, and then she is, while she's left, you know, to her own devices doing whatever, she goes investigating and mm-hmm. she goes back down and she finds a big, a little case uh, or a trunk that says Enola on it and opens it. And she finds those envelopes and like some, she takes just some stuff out of it. And the grandma, gramophone like the, player. Yes, so that way the, she can play those wax cylinders, mm-hmm. um, which is very important that she finds that. Yeah, and, and then it's the way she's that she's, like, looking around in there, too, and she sees, like, the vats of red clay, mm-hmm. and she's kind of looking at it, but it isn't until she walks away that then, like, this body the body floats, re- the floats and resurfaces. And I put reminds me of the ring there mm. as well, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, and just, like, the way that they film her, like, pushing that stick into yeah. the clay and kind of moving it around, it's like, ooh, shit, like, when's, when's something going to pop up? Like, you're kind of, like... You're waiting for it, yeah. and then it doesn't give it to you. And, and then, then it, it gives it, it to you, you. Yeah. but it's like, cause it's, it's building it up for you because you're almost like, damn it. No, like what Edith, why did you, it's there. Look, mm-hmm. the body's there. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. And then she goes, um, she, so once she finds it, she goes and plays those cylinders and the yeah. way that like the cylinders tend to slow at mm. some point is so fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah. 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 It goes into like that demonic slow monster yeah. voice. Yeah. And then like the poem that thomas is reading Mm -hmm. and you can hear in thomas's voice he does not talk to them the same way he talks to her it's very clear now that he actually cares about edith Mm -hmm. because the way that he sounds so bothered anytime Mm -hmm. that uh any of the other women were trying to talk to him in these recordings you can hear him just being like what do you want now like what is it and then he's it was cold the way that he's reading the poem sounds very like like he's doing a chore mm-hmm. and so it's just very like ugh. and then yeah the the words that he's saying is creepy and then the cylinders start slowing and it's like ugh. yeah and then, and then this is where she's putting two and two together she's putting it all out she finds out she's listening um to all of it uh and finds I, out about a baby the, yeah because the 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 names of the women that he married were pamela upton margaret mcdermott and enola shiati Mm-hmm. And one of them was, uh, I guess it was Margaret or Pamela. I don't know which one was on the wax cylinders. I think it's Margaret, right? Yeah. And she's saying how like he, they're putting the poison in the tea there. Well, and even Anola is the mm-hmm. one also. I think she's the one who actually says okay. it because there was recordings from all three of them. Yeah. But then she finds out about the baby, mm-hmm. and then at the end, it's like the poison. The poison is in the tea. It's too late for me. Yeah. And the child, but the poison is in the tea. And then she cops up blood again. And so that's just like, fuck, I've been drinking poison this whole time. And she she goes to run. She goes Mm -hmm. to run out. And she opens those doors. And she's first off in her, like, little thin-ass nightgown. Yeah. And she is knee-deep in snow. snow. Like, above her knees. That's a storm. Yeah. And she's just walking through it, kind Mm -hmm. of like, I was like, that's some real powdery dry snow if you're just walking, like, because it was above her knees. And then obviously she doesn't make it. Um, Yeah, because where the fuck are you going to go? Yeah, so she gets... (laughs) There's that much snow. She comes back, she, or well, she ends up, like, 
falling to the bottom of the stairs, right? Well, not falling, but like, uh, what's it like passing out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, she, she ends up passing out. out on the bottom of the stairwell. Um, and then that's when we wake up in bed. Mm-hmm, she wakes up back in bed and she hears um, singing. Mm-hmm. Um, not yet. Not yet. No. No. <laughs> Lucille is fucking killing it in the scene. This is the way that the when she's feeding her the porridge. Oh, you're right. And you're right. Edith has since discarded the tea. She goes, mm-hmm. no, I don't want that. I yeah. don't want that tea. And then um, Lucille's like feeding her the porridge and the way that she's like scraping mm-hmm. the porridge, like the um, spoon on the bowl each time is like, ooh. And she's yeah. just feeding it to her. And she's like, I tended to mother like this, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, you'll be out of this bed soon. And it's a threat. Yeah, and in a casket. Yes. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Not She's making it sound like. I'll get you out. Like I'll get you better and get you out of this. But like, no. it really, it's a threat. There's a lot of underlying tone and like sinisterness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so, and at that point too, it's because uh, Lucille knows that like she at this point knows like Edith knows mm-hmm. because that whole uh, I think we skipped over it, but whenever uh, Edith came and brought back the key earlier, or yes. not brought it back, but like when she put it back, Lucille mm-hmm. did that intentionally where she left it to like, I'm going to test you and see if you had this key. That's true. And yeah. she found out that she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, at this point, Thomas comes in though afterwards and he's like, don't drink that. Don't eat that. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's coming to his senses and he's just pretty much like, no, like this is poison. And he's, he's trying to help her now at this point. And, um, and then he, she says, like, let's get out of here. Let's leave. And he goes, like, I can't leave her part. And he says, I can't. And I think this is where I originally caught on to the fact that they were lovers. Yeah. Because of the way that they were acting. I was like, no, something else is happening here. Yeah. And um, then, yes. Yeah, so, like, they're going. And then I think she does go back to sleep. And this is where she wakes up and she hears the singing. Yes. And she sees the floating spirit, which the is baby. Enola. Mm-hmm holding the baby and um, she then points and Uh you can hear the singing again, that little lullaby and she's essentially directing and getting Edith up to that top room Mm -hmm. and where they're. Yeah. And so she walks in and she catches Lucille um, (laughs) jacking off Mm -hmm. her brother, (laughs) giving him a little hand job and And he's like kissing her neck and yeah, Okay, but he looks so hot there, like with mm. his shirt undone. This is the scene then, you're talking about, yeah. Mm. It's mm. the way that he looks at her with, like, terror. Like, oh, my God, she's she sees us. And the way Lucille just looks at Edith, like, mm-hmm, he's my man. Mine. Yeah. That look, oh, my gosh. And she runs off, and then uh, uh, Lucille starts chasing her. And she's then, like, well, you, well you, you know now. Yeah. You already know. We might as well not put a veil between the curtain you know all out in the open yeah. and she goes i knew it i knew you weren't his sister or, or like i, I knew love you this scene. and then she was like i am and then oh fucking pushes her off I the balcony the scene, yeah i don't understand the way that she hits and not, didn't die like mm-hmm. the way that she didn't just break in half yeah because her after she's pushed off the banister her, she falls down and her right on her back yeah she hits another railing before she falls onto the ground where the clay does not seem to sink yeah. out um, yeah. even though it did earlier and I, I put like, I truly don't understand how she's alive. I have yeah. no fucking clue how she is alive and that was or a, how she can walk. That was a, a pretty gnarly fall. Yeah. Not even her like leg, the height, but like the way she hit that second railing. Her leg is broken from it and that's like mm-hmm. kind of it. 
not her back, which I'm just like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm like, that's not what you hit, homegirl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but at this point, Alan makes it. Alan has made it to the house. He had been mm-hmm. traveling here and he made it through the storm. And at, when he's at the depot saying like, can you please like, um, do you yeah. have a horse I could borrow or something? And they're like, no. And no. then he's like, okay, well then Foot. come find me after the storm. Yeah. Like come send for me after the storm, which is a very important part yeah. because if he wouldn't have said that, those people wouldn't have been there at the end yeah. when they're escaping. Um, so that's, that's a big part. Um, but he's made it and thankfully Alan is a doctor yeah. and so he's tending to her broken leg. Um, and I was just like, Alan's so smart and we love him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and he's like, okay, we got to get out of here. And so they're going to escape and fucking Lucille stabs him in the like armpit kind of thing. And something like that. And he pulls it out, which I'm like. Don't you know you're not, you're not supposed, supposed to pull it, to pull it out? He's the doctor. Yeah. yeah, he's the doctor. And so that's whenever um he gets to like the front door mm-hmm. because Thomas is leading him in that direction. And she's like, he says, if she doesn't do, like, if I don't do it, she will. Yeah. And he was like, you're a doctor. And this show is me where, where, yeah, and he says, show me where. And it's a very redeeming aspect for him, I yeah. feel like, um, because he. He doesn't want to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just show me where so you can keep living. Yeah. Which is, I love him for that. Um, And then, then this is where we figure out too, that the uh, baby was, because she was like, you killed her baby. And she was like, none of them ever fucked Thomas. Yeah. Only you That's have. That's the way like, she said it. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, that, like, don't you get it? That baby was mine. Yeah. She says, but it was born wrong. And I was like, yeah, because it's, it's fucking, fucking incest. incest. Yeah. And it's the way she was like, you know, said she could take care of it and fix it. But she lied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now we're getting to the um, we're getting to the real like meat of the film, mm-hmm. which shit has hit the fan. Like she knows that they are lovers, that they're in for her money, all that stuff. And um, she has Thomas is now hiding, going to hide Alan down. He takes him and he's like, I'll send her down here. Yeah. Like you can escape. That part is open. And um. But now we're in the room with Lucille and Edith. This whole scene, amazing. I love it. I love the way that she's talking about this like monstrous love and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like that whole dialogue that she has there and it's just wonderful. And the way that she's like clipping her hair and tying or braiding it up. And it's the fifth like. Yeah. It's essentially the fifth murder. Yeah. She keeps little trophies of their hair, lockets of hair. It's, yeah. It, it, it really shows you like Lucille was the true brains and mastermind. She's the master manipulator. Like all of this is her doing. Mm-hmm. This is all her will. This is what she is wanted um, because she basically is just like she wants Thomas all to herself. Yes. Yeah. Um, quite sadistically. She's like, you should have seen you should have seen him as a kid. He was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And this is where she then admits, like, because she says none of these people had any remaining family. Mm-hmm. And um, with, this is where you figure out that for sure that she is who killed Edith's father. Yeah. And um, Oh, yeah, because she's like, oh, your father. You should have seen the look on his face when I smashed, smashed it, it in. Yep. Oh, like, she's like, she's cold. Damn. She is so cold. And Jessica Chastain plays such a good, like, this she, character. Yeah. Because Killed it's, it. yeah, because it's no longer Jessica. It's like, she's literally that character, mm-hmm. Lucille. She did a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Um, and Edith is staying remarkably kind of calm because she's, like, making a plan. She's smart. Yeah. She's, she's figuring it out. Um, 
And then this is where her pen, her gift from her father mm-hmm. comes back in handy because she stabs Lucille, Lucille mm-hmm. in what looks right to be around her heart. So yeah. I'm kind of shocked at how long Lucille stays up. Yeah. Um, or maybe not even. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe but, it just was a little bit shallow. Um, but, but it's enough for her to get away. Mm-hmm. And she gets to the, she gets to the elevator and yeah. Thomas has come up and she's like, you told me you like, you're you came for my money. Yeah. You lied. And he's like, I did. I did. And then she says, you told me you love me. And he's like, I do. And it's, it's like, like all of these things are true. Ugh. I love the way that, that I put, I love the way she says all that. Um, yeah. It's so good. But then, so he tells her essentially to wait. He's like, yeah. just wait right here. If like, please trust me. I'm going to go settle this and get those papers. To he's make like, sure. I'm going to finish this once and for all. Yeah. And he goes in there and man, this is where he admits that he the loves scene, her yeah. to Lucille. And Lucille is like, no, you love someone other than me. And I don't think so. Just starts stabbing this man. Mm-hmm. Oh God. And when she stabs him in the face, yeah, now the way it just scene, goes like, yeah. And it's the way that it's like, she's just so unhinged and the way that she, she really does. Like she has this like so crazy, just possessiveness over him that she's just like, yeah, nobody else can have you then. Mm-hmm. And just starts, murdering him. I can't him. have you. No one can. And then it's the, the it's that realization after he like draws his last breath as she just like starts bawling. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh fuck. What I, did just I just killed the only thing, thing I've ever loved. Literally. Yeah. yeah. In a fit of rage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Ooh, so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. I was so upset the first time. I was mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. I was like, he's pretty shitty, but he's really trying. Like, <sighs> And then that's whenever. All hell breaks loose and Lucille mm-hmm. just loses her goddamn mind. Yes. Oh, she, I love this scene. So she's coming for, oh, she's, she's coming, coming for, for Edith, Edith now. She wants and blood. I love the just, their flowy dresses, like running through that it's house. Always, yeah, yeah. It looks so fucking cool. Yeah. It looks so cool. And her like big ass sleeves and she's got, her hands are covered in blood and she's yeah. got the knife and she just looks psychotic. Very much She so. looks off her fucking she is unhinged She's dangerous yes yes um i would so be terrified we have them like oh man um it's the i broke it's the final girl fight mm-hmm. um and so yeah they're coming downstairs she goes into the basement and that's when she gets that cleaver that yes. she's like she's i'm gonna you know kill you basically with the same thing that i used to kill my mother i put i said they because no one was ever arrested for that murder mm-hmm. and i was like they must not have searched very hard for a murder weapon because right, like, it was right there it, yeah she just like Pulled one loose tile. stone yeah and stone. then this fucking axe was under there and i was like they did not try they did not try and then um yeah so she's just like Chasing her, and I, it's the way that she keeps saying, um, I won't stop till you kill me or I kill oh, yeah. you. Yeah, that she, line. and she says that when they get up into that, uh, up to the outside, yeah. And the this foggy snow mixed with the oh, red from the clay and everything, it just creates such a creepy too. atmosphere um, because it's the way that Edith is there, like, and this whole movie is about ghosts, right? But like. Lucille, who's alive, is like this like ninja ghost, just yeah. like whipping fast around her. Like it's and it's terrifying because you can't yeah. see, and so the whole time you're like, <gasps> where the fuck oh, is fuck, she? Where is she? Is she? Yeah. Gonna, where is she going to pop out from? Because yeah, like the way that the way that it's set up, it's so hard to like orient yourself yeah. and be able to figure out where you are, where things are, like and where to be okay. Um, and then we get. 
yes, she says that like, I won't stop until you kill me or I kill you. And mm. um, then this is where we get ghosty Thomas. Yeah. Aww. Cause Edith is like, help me. And then she's like, he looks weird. Uh, Lucille's like, what are you, who are you talking to? There's nobody here. And she's like, yes, yes. Don't you see him? Turn look around, him. look at him. And Lucille sees Thomas and he kind of is like this helping of just like distracting and getting Lucille's guard down for just a moment. And for, I love how Edith is just like Lucille. Yeah. And then just whacks her right across the face with the shovel. And then she gets back up. Oh, Lucille, and I'm like, yeah, she's got and she says, she says it again. Yeah. She says, I won't stop until you kill me or I kill you. And, and then Edith just hits her so hard. It like scalps her basically. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's nasty looking. Yeah. And, and then, then she goes, I heard you the first time. <laughs> I was like, mic drop. Yes. Drop shovel. <laughs> so good. She did so good. Uh, and then you have this moment where she's like looking at Tom. As, as, she holds yeah. his face and he kind of, he leans into it and it's mm. like, oh, it's very sad. Yeah. It, it is sad because you're like, damn it. You like, kind of wanted them to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they actually did love each other, yeah. which is ugh, so sad. But I mean, hey, we got Alan in the background. Yeah. So Alan <laughs> comes back up. Always got to have your spare. Yeah. Alan comes and uh, this is where it ties back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. The ghosts are real. This much I know. And that's when it. Uh, she says ghosts are real. This much I know. And it's like they are things that there are things that can tie them to a place, mm-hmm. um, you know, death or uh longing or all those other things and so um <laughs> the studio so just went dark <laughs> god um and so um yeah so and then it goes to showing like how um lucille's ghost is still there haunting mm-hmm. and will forever haunt because yeah it says, Hall. and these are the ones those ghosts will never leave and yeah, yeah the way it pans so we we see them leaving and the people coming to fetch Alan. So that's mm-hmm. great. And the ending is really just, it's mwah, chef's kiss. Like I love the way that yeah. it pans back over and ends with Lucille's ghost saying these ghosts will never leave. Um, and then if you watch through the ending credit, it then again shows the Crimson Peak book closing and it says by Edith, it yeah. says by Edith Cushing on the front, which is really cool. So that's nice that it ties it back in. Um, so we had a few, different little responses from our crimson peak post talking about it and so courtney who we mentioned earlier she also responded she put i love this movie i don't find it necessarily scary but it's so beautiful cinematically yeah and she said she'd give it three boos which um yes i i agree it is so beautiful and it's not it's not scary but yeah it is um And then um, a friend of mine, Jessica, responded and she said that it's absolutely beautiful and she would give it 4.5 views is what she said. So um, then a friend, Megan, put, she said definitely was something else. Totally shook from some of the plot twists. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which I think we are. Us too. Yeah. (laughs) And she, uh, she put Tom Hiddleston as my queen and happy to see him outside of Loki, even though he's chef kiss there but she she gave it five boos and then one last one from uh derek who we've mentioned before his <laughs> cracked me up um he put crimson peak is the weirdest episode of downtown abbey ever downton abbey ever yes <laughs> and it is cracking up and he said it's okay just more of drama than horror i guess and he said not my cup not that i drink any tea that lucille would give me 
and he gave it two mm-hmm. booze. So cool. I was like, wow, okay. you but, really didn't like it. Yeah. Um, There's a good range there. Yeah. So we've got everywhere from two to 4.5. Yeah. Uh, and five. And a five. One was a five. Yeah. So speaking of booze, what would you give this film? I would give it a four. A four? Yeah. I would give it a four. Any particular reason? Um, I, well, I just, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was shot beautifully. I liked all the acting. I thought the acting was acting really good so throughout good. the entire movie. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that it was a, uh, a story that just happened to have ghosts in it. It's like mm-hmm. they came right at the right moments and it really drove the direction of the movie because the whole time really like you as a watcher and with Edith, like you're getting scared into finding out the truth because yes. they were like basically scaring her and leading her in the way that they could. All the way, even from the beginning with her mother's ghost. Yeah. Um, Which also, too, like, is her mother, like, a seer? Like, what the fuck? Like, is she a fortune teller? Yeah. <laughs> like, how does she see the Maybe, future? I guess, yeah. maybe in afterlife, in you, some afterlife. T- yeah, time is not not a thing. Obviously, it's social. It's man-made. But, yeah. yeah. No, I give it a four. Four booze four. for me. Yeah. I think, oh, I don't know. I'm stuck between four or 4.5. Mm. Just because... I mean, like I said, I I loved this film. Yeah. Um, I saw it multiple times in theaters. I own it on DVD. If I own it on DVD, I probably I love it. Love it. <laughs> um, like I own Psycho. I own The Strangers. Yeah. Uh, know. Strangers is one of my favorites. It's favorites. such a good one. Um, so I guess I'm going to go with we'll go with four as a horror film. Mm-hmm. 4.5 as a love story okay. with some ghosts in it as a drama thriller. Love it. Um, because yes, again, I feel it is, yeah, it's, it's not necessarily horror in my book, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a love story. It very much reminds me of Blind Manor. Not it's a, scary, it's but. for me, like, I mean, what I love about horror too is like, there's so many sub genres. Yeah. Horror. Like there's not just like, it's like there's sci-fi horror, there's monster horror, there's slasher horror, there's more thriller Zombies. horror, zombie horror. Mm-hmm. And this is like that, like period piece, like kind of horror. Like, yeah. It still, at least for me, has elements of horror in it that mm-hmm. I would still, yeah, classify it as horror. Yeah. But anyways. Overall, it's just mm-hmm. a freaking beautiful that's film. Beautiful. So good. And I I would 110% recommend it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a good film. Yeah. Um, So, I think that's all from us on that today. As always, we are in the lovely Rogue Media Network studios. They take good care of us and... We're happy to be back with Mike mm-hmm. and his new bionic new legs. Bionic hip. Hips. Um, <laughs> you can find us on exactly one social media platform that is Instagram at Boo Bays Podcast. That's right. All one word, and that's Boo Bays with B A E S, not B A B E S. And if you would like your response to be read on the podcast, um, just reach out to us on there. Tell us how you felt about any of the movies. We will be slide into the DMs or just comment or leave a little something on one of the posts. That's right. Yeah, because we'll be posting stories asking for your commentary Mm -hmm. um, on the film. So we we will be recording that day. And then we will also you can always comment on the post after it's up and then we'll read it on the next one. So just we will get it covered. Yeah. At some point. We want to hear y'all's responses, though. Um, we really, really appreciate it, as we said earlier. And you can find us, to listen to us, on multiple, mm-hmm. multiple streaming platforms. Biggest ones being... Spotify. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcast. There's also Amazon, Google Play. Google Play, Stitcher. So, yeah. All those things. Just pretty much anywhere you could find a podcast. Yeah. We really should anywhere. be there. Yeah. We even, yeah. 
Yeah. No excuse. Um, but if you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to follow. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. That is the only way Please. that we can ever get ahead. So if you're sitting there listening right now and you're not driving, go ahead and hop on over. Leave leave a review. It leave really some stars. leave some booze. Really means a lot to us when people do that. Um, and again, it's the only way we can get ahead. So if you enjoy it, let us know. Yeah. Um. But I think that's I think that's awesome. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It was. It's a long one again. Sorry. There's so much to un- there's so much to cover and unpack. Yeah. Whoopsies. Well, <laughs> thanks for sticking around with us. Mm-hmm. Bye, bays. Bye, bays. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.